0: I was more focused on the fact that we're literally about to put a baby in you, hopefully, and completely forgot that I lived with other housemates. And, you know, I had one housemate cooking a stir fry, another housemate doing their their study in their room. And then our donor rocks up. He's got a dog. So the dog's just chilling in the lounge room. And he's in the bathroom just... Oh. Going for it, and I'm in the bedroom, just like legs in the air, ready. That's right. You, oh my god! You, you so had your legs in the air, awkward. and I'm like, keep them up. I think keeping them up is a really good idea. That I'm pretty sure that's what Google says. Hi, I'm Haley, and I'm Fiona. Welcome to What the IVF, episode two. We made it. We Damn. made it. How exciting! Uh, Look, quick recap on episode one. If you're wondering who the heck we are, go back and have a listen because it's our love story and basically how we came to want to have a family Um, and all on the first date. (laughs) 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 <laughs> 0 to 100. Classic lesbians, really, <laughs> honestly. But in this app, it is all about finally taking those first steps to actually making a baby. Is that right? Would you yeah. say that? Yeah. yeah. So it's time to get stuck into this fertility journey of ours. How exciting, babe. Yeah, I'm excited to <laughs> share what's happened. Excited to share all the ups and downs, highs and lows and lols along the way. Um, but in this set, we're going to meet our fertility specialist. Uh, we're going to talk about how it all unfolded when we told our family, when we, we told them that we wanted to start a family and their faces, their reactions, all that kind of fun stuff. And we begin the hunt for the missing piece of our the puzzle. Finding the perfect baby daddy. <laughs> <laughs> baby daddy. I don't know if that's the best way to describe it because, it's. I mean, I guess they're not really a baby daddy, but then we're missing the big S, the sperm. <laughs> yes the one piece we can't supply yes sadly we've tried our hardest though we have indeed (laughs) so kinky (laughs) so yeah the first steps were getting the referral and we basically just went to our GP and asked them to who would they recommend and so that's kind of like I guess a really important point to note for anyone out there looking for a fertility specialist I think maybe discuss it with other people get um, other people's opinions 100% um, really do a bit of research I feel like we didn't actually do any research and we're pretty organized people yeah. normally I mean well, I am <laughs> I mean I kind of just thought that the GP would just be like on the ball she's pretty good so oh yeah our GP is great I, I mean, love mean you've, you've been going to her since you're a baby so yeah no I love it and I get like you know what it's um she's like she referred us to a great fertility specialist but as you will find out down the track um you know he just wasn't, wasn't really mm, for us yeah, but we'll we'll discuss right. that we'll discuss that but I guess um what? Well, yeah what well, I guess the first thing would be to get people's opinions yeah. and yeah just to get some um I don't know what the word is recommendations recommendations yes. yeah yeah um because you're about to invest a heck of a lot of money <laughs> thousands and thousands of dollars so well, you do baby. some research yeah into this uh, fertility specialist and if you if you have friends or family who are like, yeah, you should go see this person. Yeah. Take it on board because it's, um, yeah, it's a pretty important step of the journey as we later realized. Um, but Going back to our GP, we went in and got the referral and um, another lesson we learned is that you've got to get both names on the referral. <laughs> yes. I don't know if we're just a bit slow. Like is that just a common knowledge? I don't know. Oh, I think that was kind of your responsibility, so I'm not really taking it oh, <laughs> for that you one. You are kidding. <laughs> That's fine, honey. I'll do all the legwork. No worries. <laughs> Ah, uh, yes. But um, but actually also a good thing I would recommend for people to do is um, join up to um, support groups. You know, I mean, this is something that we didn't really think about doing because it's such an early stage of the fertility journey. But, for, you know, the IVF support groups that are out there are so amazing. Even like on Instagram, you know, follow a couple people on their, you know, yeah. fertility journey. and or just, I mean, we, grew, we joined that. The Facebook group, yeah, it's fantastic. Um, called IVF Support Group Australia, I think it's called. Yeah, yeah that's, that's it. it. Yeah, you signed me up for it, and it's it's amazing. It's actually incredible. It's been so good. It's got like ten thousand members, and um, it's not like people posting like um, they're not posting all their you know, oh, you should get this clothing brand and that clothing brand for your baby. And this, yeah, and that. no, it's none of it's that. It's none of that. It's, it's all raw honest questions and personal experiences and people just so many experiences just people telling their stories which for us was i mean it was yeah it's just been an incredible eye-opener massive eye-opener people yeah boy just from like reading you could read like the first three three posts and just be like blown away by how resilient women are like we just keep keeping on yeah and it's incredible I mean we've found it quite beneficial on occasion we've asked some um oh yeah we've asked questions we've asked questions <laughs> I think I got a little notification when I last posted telling me I was a rising star no a conversation starter and I'm no way yeah I <laughs> you did. did not have that much I, what have, you been I doing? was so I was actually over the moon I was like oh how cool like I'm a conversation starter in this <laughs> yeah, in this group <laughs> that's what you're up doing late at night you're like worming away on your phone you're actually just like chatting on the chatting away to all the other fertility warriors out there you know having a little you know what's the word banter banter (laughs) having bants with them oh my god so getting a recommendation or a referral would be uh important we would say ideal but it's something that we we didn't do we didn't do so Looking ahead, we go to our fertility specialist. And And our GP had said that he was an interesting character. (laughs) Yeah. I think she put that lightly, to be quite frank. Like, after our first session with him, I was like, he's He's like He was lovely, but just like... Just a bit like whack. Yeah. Anyway, he's a lovely guy. And you know what? If he's listening, we actually think you're a legend. So we make this appointment and we go in and see our, our fertility specialist and... The appointment, how would you say you found? I mean, it was pretty uneventful. I feel like we kind of like made this giant leap and I was expecting, I don't know, for it to just all kind of happen and for us to be able to just like start, but it was really... A bit of an anticlimax because it really was. we were just kind of given a whole lot of pamphlets. So many pamphlets! Um, oh and my I'm, god! I just I'm terrible. I don't really read pamphlets. Um, <laughs> they were. I leave them for you to read. i just like, cool, Sue. Some light reading for Haley. <laughs> um, and yeah, I don't know. It was just yeah, pretty uneventful <clears throat> and a little bit disheartening, actually. Just it was a, it was a bit of a weird one because I guess. It, in our minds, we're like, wow, we're actually like you walk into the clinic and you're like, whoa, this is like this is, you know, a big deal for us. We're about to actually officially start this journey. And then you go into this room handed like what looks like a Bible's worth of pamphlets. And we had a bit of a conversation with him. He was, you know, asking us questions, you know, what kind of path do we want to go down Um, But it was kind of at that point that we sort of realised we have a lot of hoops to go through before. I mean, we, you know, it was was evident at that point that it was going to be quite some time before we could even start, like, jabbing me with all the needles. Yeah, like I was hoping that we would get to that part, you know, at least within the first few months. But, um, spoiler alert, we didn't. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so we got informed that we had to actually have counselling sessions which it's a bit I was kind of shocked yeah I mean I I guess I don't know maybe because we didn't read up on on this kind of thing when you first go in we just literally went in literally went in we did no research no research and I I don't know I surely we're not alone in that like people would just go in and be like yeah let's do this but but I mean I don't understand like I don't know do heterosexual couples have to have I surely they would surely like I think it's I think they people have to have the counselling and by counselling it's like three sessions with a chosen counsellor at the clinic that you're at. Well, this is our experience yeah. anyway. It might be different for other clinics but, um, you know, we were told that we have to have counselling sessions before we go ahead and do anything. And in my mind the first thing that pops up is like are we being questioned as to whether we're going to be good enough parents? And I know that's not not the it's not the reason why you have counseling. I think it's because they know you're about to go on a huge journey. Yeah. But in my mind, I'm like, stuff this. You know, Joe and Joanne down the road can just root like rabbits, and and they can have babies. Why do we have to go through counseling sessions? I know. I don't. Yeah. Know. It was. It was pretty. Yeah. Disheartening. And then, and then to be told that there was what? How long was the wait? Was it nine months? Nine months, months on for, the sp- on the donor donor, donor sperm. sperm. Ugh. So. And then, and he was asking us, you know, do we want to do anonymous donor? Do we want to go with a known donor? And these are all questions that we had discussed, but we hadn't really locked it all in. No, we hadn't. And it was kind of, it was one of well, I, when we looked at the, when I looked at the pamphlets and saw the pricing, I was like, um, <laughs> maybe we should go with known donor just to save us a couple of grand. But um, which it you know it could I guess Mm, I I don't know I don't know it's all you know just imagine dollar signs and lots of zeros at the end of it that is what fertility is all about Mm -hmm. correct Correct. (laughs) but um yeah so he was asking us all these questions known donor anonymous donor all that sort of stuff so we had a lot to think about but we did put our name down he did say get your name down on the donor list which we did the yep. anonymous donor list. 100% just worth doing. Either way, either way, if we were going with it or not, they just he said just get your name on there and you can either, when your name gets called, when you come up, which is probably, he said, in about nine months, you can decide at the time if you want to use it or not. So we just whacked our name down. Yeah, 100% worth 100%. it regardless of whether you're still figuring it all out. You know, there's no harm in just putting your name, name down and, I don't know, just at least your name's down, you might, you know, One day, use it down the track. We realized that if we decided to go with a known donor, that their sperm would then have. There's this whole like process where their sperm has to be quarantined, so it was going to be a longer process getting with going with known
1: known donor. Yeah,
0: Yeah. it was a lot of things for us. I mean, it was a you know an informative session. Informative first session with our fertility specialist, but we had a lot to think about after it, and so we sat down and sort of started talking about. Whether we want to do known donor or anonymous donor, and at that point we thought, well, why don't we give known donor a crack? Like we've got, well, you knew a couple of people, and um, well, yeah, you kind of had like a list of people. I swear that you'd been (laughs) that you'd been just (laughs) gathering a few names together in in the past. Well, in fairness, in, in, (laughs) in fairness, I you know had been considering going it alone. And, you know, prior to meeting you. So I'd obviously been thinking about the potential to ask for maybe some sperm from some friends, <laughs> as you do. Yep. Um, yeah. So it's kind of like a conversation. And I had, I think, actually, now that I think about it, I had actually had that conversation with a couple of friends back when I was single and had sort of hit them up. So me then going back and hitting them up again. <laughs> They're like, so this time you have a partner, great, great, awesome. We feel more comfortable sharing our genetics with you. <laughs> that child will be much better looked after. Fantastic. <laughs> oh dear, but yeah, so we had, we discussed it and thought, you know, we'll give it a, we'll, you know, let's let's do it. Let's ask around, which is a bit of an ordeal in itself, like. I don't know. How do you, how do you phrase that question? We kind of just both went our separate ways and just did it on our own. We kind of did. You tackled your list, which you'd already obviously cultivated. It was like 30 names there. I had maybe one. (laughs) I mean, I feel like it should probably warrant a phone call, but instead I just got onto Facebook Messenger and wrote a pretty generic generic message and copy and pasted it and sent it off to a bunch of friends. Hey, can I take your sperm? Hey, can I take your sperm? Pretty much. Do you go bald later in life? What are your genetics like? Are you good looking? Like all the, oh God, I can just imagine the questions. And it's not like, like I know you, you're so blunt in messages. Like sometimes oh, I will write the cutest fl- message and you'll write back like, thanks. And I'm like, is she kidding I'm, me? I'm kind of, I just don't, I'm not very good at flowery writing. I just, I don't know. It's it's called emotions. I am very emotional. Just when I'm writing, it's just quite, I like to just <laughs> like get to straight to the point. Um, And, and, you know, throughout this process, while we were sort of chipping away at our list, we had to tackle the fact that we were going to tell our families that we were on this journey. Yeah. Now, that conversation for you, were you... I mean, I was was like... I'm sure my family are going to be cheering because the reaction my father had when I told him I was going to uh, try and have a baby alone. So when I told him I was going to have one with you, he was they thrilled. Were ecstatic. They were <laughs> like, "Thank the Lord, this is amazing." So uh, yeah, I guess my- you kind of like buffered them with like a really, I don't know, a different circumstance, and they're just so over the moon oh. that you've got someone to do it with. They're like, "Great, okay, we feel more comfortable with her doing it with someone else." Yeah, <laughs> than well, on your own. And then I remember being in, like, our first counselling session and she said, so have you both told your families? And you were like, no. I know. (laughs) And I was was so worried about you telling your family because I honestly thought that they were going to be like, oh, who is this – old woman forcing our daughter into having a child like I just they probably did (laughs) I'm kidding um I was just I was really nervous I just thought they would be like it's too soon it's this you know just all the rational things parents I don't know why I actually don't know the reason why it took me a little while to tell mom and dad I think like maybe I just wanted to make sure that we were actually going on this journey before I broke the pretty big news, like (laughs) make sure. I mean, I know we kind of started and made an appointment, but I was like, all right, we're looking for a donor now. This is kind of real. So it's probably best that I tell mom and dad now. So, But uh, I actually hit my brother up first, who strangely out of all the three gave me the most like responsible answer. He was like, well, can you like afford a kid we're and like I was, absolutely not absolutely not he's like <laughs> we're still going ahead yeah 100% still forging ahead he's like cool 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 cool, cool. <laughs> but he was really he was in all honesty he was super happy he was like you're perfect for each other you know I kind of can understand like fee's 37 she's an old hag you got to get this started <laughs> I'm joking babe he he was over the moon and yeah the he you know I sort of it with him. How do I tell dad? Like, you know, dad was someone who, he was the one who took it the hardest when I first came out when I was 18. And I was, you know, it, you know, I grew up in a Christian family. I, you know, was raised with Christian values and I, you know, he took it the hardest when I first came out. So I was a little bit, not worried, but I was just like, okay, how do I sort of tell dad that I'm starting a family, and it's not really the picture he probably ever envisioned for me like years ago. He's totally cool with me being out now, but you know, it was, it's just one of those things I wanted to be like, I don't know, cautious about yeah. and just respect yeah. res, respect the situation that it's quite a big deal for him, yeah, and obviously us. Um, so yeah, I guess first I told mom, though, and mum, mom being mum far out, Shaz loved it, Shaz. Shaz basically started writing her resignation letter for work because she is so keen to become a full-time granny. Like she's like sweet it's a way out a way to retirement let's do this <laughs> she, we have a, we have not even not even pregnant and she's already planning a backyard reno with swings oh man yeah that's right Amazing. she said that she was like oh okay well we're renovating next year we're gonna have to get a baby's room I was like whoa Yeah, she said she's gonna put a nursery and i was like this is fantastic I was like can you pay for us to have a nursery because <laughs> we haven't even thought yeah. about that <laughs> <laughs> that would be great yeah, Shaz is a thinker and she's a full guns blazing, like, yes. let's do this. So yeah, no great. worries telling Shaz, but I actually thought, you know what, I'm going to take dad up for dinner to tell him. So dad and I have these monthly dinners anyway. And I thought, you know, it's really nice to you know, just be us two, have this father-daughter sort of setting. And um, it actually was a, uh, a conversation I, I never expected it un- to unfold the way it did. I, you know, sat down with d- dad at dinner and I said to him, you know, I need to talk to you about something and I don't know, I guess when you say that kind of thing, a dad or father would be like, what? Yeah. What's she done? <laughs> What's she done? But, he, um, you know, I said, I am starting a family with Fiona and I just want to make sure you're okay with it because we're really excited about this journey and, you know, I would love for you to be on board with this. And dad was, dad like started crying. And it was oh that's so sweet. It actually like it brings oh, it fully like makes me emotional now because I you know I dad is he's my best friend yeah. and he I know how much he struggled with me coming out and to to be where he is today is just it's, it's so amazing. He's come so far and he's so he's so incredible and he's he loves you so much and it just it actually just makes me smile so much. You know, it's baby, oh, you're tearing up. Oh, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it was a moment, it I was know, just a it's, really big it's moment. Beautiful. It beautiful. It was, uh, it, it, it actually was, means the world to me. It's so, it's amazing. Yeah, it yeah. was, it was super special. And he welled up and he was like, You know, you and Fiona are just perfect for each other. I completely support this. And he said, I think you'll be beautiful mothers and I can't wait for you guys to start a family. And I was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> just crying in the middle of this like seafood restaurant with dad with like holding hands. It was like seen out of the notebook, but like father-daughter version. <laughs> oh, mm-hmm. But it was so special. It, w- it really was special. And... I mean, I guess, and when, we, um, when we're when we telling friends and things, how do your friends go? I mean, I I'll be honest, I had a couple of friends that were a little bit like not overly on board. I actually had a couple of friends kind of sit me down and kind of like give me the chat that you know maybe I was moving we were moving a little bit quickly then you like, we were lesbians right like that's a zero to hundred thing <laughs> <laughs> I know I was but I was just kind of like I was just like wow it's kind of like I'm a, I, I finally have all these incredible things in my life this incredible person and we're doing all the things I've ever dreamed of and I am so happy I just it baffled me that they just couldn't see that. In me. Yeah. I mean, and they'd always known me as just like single fee, And I guess maybe it was a little bit like they were going to lose that person because I'm definitely not the person that I used to be before I met you. So I hope that's a good thing. It is a very good thing. Okay, good. I don't <laughs> You've wanna... changed me for the better. God, I hope so. Oh, dear. No, I, I, I mean, in fairness, like. I think I can understand where your friends were coming from because, and my friends were the same. They were like, whoa, like yeah. you guys are starting a family. That's full on. I, I had to kind of explain to them, yes, we are taking these steps to start a family. But unlike, you know, most of my friends who are in a straight or hetero relationship, we don't just go do it and it happens. It's, yeah. it takes it's a so much, much time. longer process. And yeah. I had to kind of say, it seems really soon right now, but we're actually taking these steps now because we know it's going to take a long time to get there. And that kind of softened the conversation a bit. Yeah. And I think that's why friends were responding that way. Yeah. And it it's true. Like we were, I guess, I don't know, it was kind of smart of us. We were thinking ahead. Like this, yeah. we knew that this wasn't going to be an overnight process, but especially after that first meeting with the fertility specialist. Yeah. Like, like, you know, we've got, we've got a heap of hoops to jump through. So... When I was telling my friends and I I can see, like I said, how your friends reacted is pretty understandable considering we had only been together, I don't know, six months and we're talking about starting a family. So, yeah, but, you know, fast forward and, you know, to now they're over the moon. But yeah, we've gone, we'll we'll come back to that. We'll circle back to that later. (laughs) (laughs) Going back to donors, we eventually, yeah, we did. We na- we narrowed the list down. Well, we yeah, we decided to go definitely with a known donor. Yeah. Um, I guess during during the my time talking to people, I was definitely really hyper aware of the language anyone was using who I was talking to about it. Like, basically anyone I asked who used the words. I have always wanted to be a father was a really big red flag for me because I guess ultimately that's not what we were asking of yeah, them. We yeah. were just asking for the missing piece. The missing piece, the a donation and 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 then being a donor would not necessarily mean that they would, you know, have the reciprocal rights of a father, you yeah. know. We we were we were of the mindset that yeah, the the donor would have some kind of relationship yeah, with the like child a like an uncle, a uncle kind of or thing. something yeah um but definitely not something like that they have any kind of say in their upbringing or things like that in the that. parenting so, in the the side parenting. Of things yeah so yeah we were just I was just really cautious with that language so eventually we narrowed it down and we found who we thought was the perfect person they were they are They are the perfect person. They are amazing, beautiful human beings, so kind. And for us, I think above all, kindness was... Very important. Very important. Like... Very. Obviously like good looks helps. But, <laughs> but kindness is <Babe, laughs> not the priority. Oh, you know, it was on the list like number 2 or 3, but <laughs> <laughs> No, but it was kindness is such an important thing for us because we are both we consider ourselves very kind people and yeah. we find that quality a really important quality in people and Yeah. He is the most kind, beautiful you know, just loveliest human. Is that a, is that a word? Loveliest? loveliest? I don't know. Most lovely human. How good's my journalism? Oh my you go? <laughs> Look at me go. Gold star. Yep. Give me oh. a raise. <laughs> <laughs> yes, please. Yeah. <laughs> um, I guess even, yeah, so we, we found this person, um, but there we obviously still had some reservations. There was a, a court case that was going on at the time um, about a couple who had... Uh, undertaken what we were about to undertake with a friend and he was a donor and then they made a child and when the the same-sex couple decided they wanted to move to New Zealand to go to work um the the donor turned around and said, no, you're not taking my child out of the country. And it ended up in court. And, and it ended up in his favour. And it ended up, yeah, so they got banned from leaving the country. So that... Well, no, it, they... they, well, they could, would you say banned? Like, they could leave the country, but they couldn't take, take the kid, child. Yeah, yeah, they couldn't take the child with them. Yeah. yeah. So that was kind of, like, playing on our minds a bit. So yeah. we decided to, um, with the the donor in agreement, um, to get a, a, a legal... Con- yeah, a legal, legal contract. Contract written up. That said... They don't really hold up in court. I don't think. Like it's, it's not. It's it's it, a hard one. Like we and look, it's not something we did with the click of a finger. Like this thing was four thousand dollars to get yeah, drawn up. It was expensive. Like everything, it's not cheap in this process. But it, well, we just thought to start out have that intent in place. Yeah, absolutely. It's it doesn't. I don't, I don't know what like we're not lawyers like we don't know the exact ins and outs of the how it would hold up in court. But we know after talking with a lawyer that it would certainly it it basically signifies that the donor is just that they are a donor and they are they have uh, agreed in, on paper to withdraw their parental rights. Yeah. So essentially, going down the track, if you didn't did end up in court, you've got proof that the the donor said that they did never wanted to parent the child. So it it's just it just helps. And yeah. in that position when the fear of your future child being, you know, taken off you like it's just worth doing. Yeah. I I think it's would you I think it's worth doing, would you yeah. say? Yeah. I yeah. think I think just Not everyone just, does it though. Not, but I mean, and the thing is like you can start off as you be, you start going down this process with someone who's a really good friend. And I have actually seen this, witnessed this from a lot of other Couples who have kind of experienced this, this process can change, can oh, change, change people. 100%. You know, it's just like someone who might be your really close friend who you think you know would nothing would ever go wrong. Your best mates, it, things can happen, so you're just better off. I think being a little bit safe than sorry. Absolutely, absolutely. So we had that drawn up, and and then, and it, then was... it was oh, then it was the steps. You know, like you said before, the the donor has to actually also go through counselling so um which i like that part i totally get because the counsellor wants to know that you know why they donate instance i guess they want to know that they're not just spreading their genes because yeah. they want their <laughs> genetics everywhere so and donors are only allowed to create four families and then the fifth, fifth has which is their own their own so yeah. they can create i think they can create five families as long as they don't plan to have their own but yeah in New South Wales anyway you can only cre- a donor can only create four families and then a fifth has to be their own yeah. so the counselor needed to make sure and they go through all this you know testing testing yeah. and paperwork yeah. and oh man so much paperwork process. it's a process but essentially the counselor needs to make sure that they're not just spread- spreading their genetics left right and center and that yeah. they're serious about what they're about to undertake so, so whilst our donor was kind of going through all these, jumping through all these hoops, we made a decision that we were just going to kind of skip the whole medical oh, side of it. Yeah. And this part, <laughs> forgot and- we go into this on the podcast. <laughs> I'm slightly regretting our decision to share this, but we'll do it. Cause yeah. Yolo. <laughs> we decided to turkey based. I don't know if anyone knows that terminology, oh, Yeah, but it. Is basically an IUI but an at-home version. Yeah, and we obviously do not recommend doing this unless the donor has had every single sexually transmitted disease check. You know, HIV. Every thing yep. has to be crystal clean. Yeah, um, do not recommend. And and when when we went with this, we knew our donor was one hundred percent clean because obviously his bodily fluids were ending up inside me. Yep. Um. And can yes. we just say it was the most awkward experience oh, God. of my life. Never again. Never again. I mean, hopefully never again. God. I, mean, <laughs> I mean, firstly, we had to time it down to a time when I was ovulating. Yeah. So, that in itself. That in itself. Getting you to ovulate and correctly test it. We had so <laughs> many testing tests. testing of the ovulation. Smiley face and not smiley face. Like, is it a yes? Are you ovulating? Like, far out. I would I would recommend getting the smiley face ovulation yes, kit. that one was Don't good. Don't get the other ones. They're very confusing. It was like, yes, you're kind of ovulating. I'm like, oh. is she ovulating or not? Like, do we put a baby it's, in her or not? Yeah, look, I, it, was, it was a bit confusing. But, I mean... I'm hoping we did it on the right date. Who knows? Oh man! But the day we thought we were ovulating, it was like all guns blazing. We're like, right, we have to do this. <laughs> Messaged him. He yeah. was at work. He's like, sweet, no worries. I'll come around tonight. I was like, babe, get ready. Like this is it. He's coming around. <laughs> I was like, okay, all right. And he comes. So with that, hold on. That day, I was like, okay, I need to get supplies. So I'd been googling. What do? How what does one Google? need to Turkey-based? <laughs> and so went to chemist warehouse, bought half the shop. Oh, I would love I was, to be the checkout lady for that. I was buying like, like condoms. I got. I was doing research, and they said that you know they can come into a condom, and then you can actually use a like um, suck it out. Yeah, like a syringe. So I was like, what size condom do I get? So I got an absolute assortment of condoms. So many, so condoms. many packets. <laughs> All these plastic syringes and what else do I get? I got like little like little jars. Yeah, little jars. Cups. Yeah, yep. little L- jars sterile so, cups. Sterile we, cups. Yep. <laughs> Just set it we all up. We had in the all the gear and no, no idea. idea. <laughs> and then it was like he came over to your your place. That's right. It was at it was at my place in DY. Oh man. And I had not I had and not warned my he, housemates. Like okay. I totally, I didn't even think about them. I'm like, right, we've just got to get this done. Like, let's let's do this. I think I was, I was more focused on the fact that we we're literally about to put a baby in you, hopefully, and completely forgot that I lived with other housemates. And, you know, I had one housemate cooking a stir fry, another housemate doing their, their study in their room, and then our donor rocks up. He's got a dog, so the dog's just chilling in the lounge room. And I, he's in the bathroom just... Oh, going for it, and I'm in the bedroom, just like legs in the air. Ready. That's right. You, <laughs> oh my god! You, you so had your legs in the air. And I'm like, keep them up. I think keeping them up's a really good idea. That I'm pretty sure that's what Google says. And he's in the bathroom. We gave him no material to help. Like, no, he was none. actually terrible. About and then that. you're like, should I put some music on? I'm like, I don't know. I'm stuck here in the bedroom. You, I was running up and down the hallway, and I'm like, okay, I'll just, I'll, I'll put some music on. So I put some music on. He, he's in the bathroom. You know. Jacking off into <laughs> one of the Tupperwares that we that <laughs> Fees found at chemist warehouse, and my housemate is like six feet away cooking a stir fry. <laughs> oh my gosh, it was the most awkward thing ever, and okay. he was so chill about it. He was he just was like so chill. Oh. And, but it was so awkward because like when when it happened, and like you come running down the hallway, and then <laughs> oh trying to like administer it, and then you're like right. Legs up, in the air, on the wall. Don't move. You're not allowed to move for like an hour. And I was like stuck in the most awkward position propped up by like... And um, I was like, do I stimulate you? (laughs) I was like, do not. Do not come near me at all. Like, no. Like, it was... There is no way I could have even remotely been aroused at that point. There was so much Why? anxiety. It was such a kinky, you know, oh. setting. I don't understand. That's oh, <laughs> hideous. And oh. so, and then I didn't, couldn't even say goodbye to him. So he just like, it was just like, all right, I'll let myself out. Bye, guys. Well, I was like, oh, thank you. <laughs> Thanks for the gift of life. <laughs> and and oh, so that, that. That was that. That was that. That didn't work and then we actually gave it a second crack. I I don't know what what we were thinking doing it again. Like if it wasn't awkward enough the first time, I thought we'd give it another crack. I mean, the sterile environment of a laboratory where we've been attempting to get all the other stuff we've been getting done is pretty average. But I feel like I would take that over the awkwardness, awkwardness of that whole situation. I agree. It was was so horrendous. We're all still friends, just FYI. (laughs) Very good friends, but just, um, yeah, sadly the the home attempt of, of trying to make a baby did didn't not work. didn't work. And I, I mean, I'm just putting it down to the fact that your legs went up in the air properly. Oh, I'm pretty sure. Like, who knows? I probably was like not even ovulating on that day. Like, those oh, tests knows? are so confusing. They were so confusing. Oh. I probably missed by you know who knows. I probably knows? squirted it somewhere on the bed. <laughs> <gasps> oh, it was such a disaster, but yes, we uh, unfortunately didn't fall pregnant um, and despite, for some reason went back and had a set, second crack at the home attempt. Didn't work again. So we thought, okay, we've been through enough awkward, <laughs> awkwardness. Uh, let's stick to the the process of going through our fertility clinic. So... Basically, not long after we had the two cracks at the turkey basting, um, we went to a, a, one of my friend's birthday lunches. And whilst we were there, um, we obviously the topic of conversation came around to what we were doing and everyone found out that we had a known donor. And that was like when the questions started like coming thick and fast, like everyone was trying to find out who our donor was. Oh, and it was just, geez. we were kind of like, guys, like put it to rest, like we're not, when, we're not, not going to share that. Not sharing that piece of information. And there questions, are so many questions. So many questions. And then um, a couple of days later, my friend whose birthday it was actually gave me a call and she's like, Oh, hon, I, I know who your donor is. She's like, Oh, we basically guessed it the other day anyway. And I was like, What are you talking about? And she said, Oh, well, a friend of mine um, sent me a photo of you guys and your donor outside of the fertility clinic. Um, they saw you and, and took a photo and sent it to me and said, what are they doing? And I was just so gutted at that point. I was like, mortified. Mortified. Like, I guess not, probably, people probably won't understand what we're really, what we got upset about. But it's more just like the donor, It. we were never going to tell anyone who our Donor was no, like it, no. it was that because it's gonna sort of make people go oh that's the father that yeah. was never our intention so for that to have been outed and uh, it just it, it was made my uh, blood run cold like I was just like this is horrendous like I actually remember we were sitting in mum and dad's lounge room when you got that call and I just yeah. I actually saw the color in your face disappear I was like you know. What's, yeah. wrong? Like, what's wrong like what's I was happened just I was so upset like everything we w- w- had done and been through spent in the four thousand dollars doing a contract like yeah like, so it was like well after that phone call we had a really serious conversation and it was just like I don't want I don't want I don't want to use a known donor I yeah, don't it was like it was actually really and it was really hard conversation to have because we had found the perfect donor and yeah. we love him still love him still love him so like he's the best human being in the world he was uh, giving us the gift of life like he was giving us he was making what i'm trying to say is he he, he's such a lovely human being and he was doing the biggest most generous thing i think a person can do and that was just ripped away from us because people were so interested to find out who the father was and i'm like why why do you need to why the thing is is we realized like if We went ahead with a known donor. Every like, even if we asked everyone that knew to keep it a secret, they would. It would be every like, it would just be a constant a conversation that everyone around us had. Who is the donor? Like, and we don't want that. That also, yeah, we don't. I guess like, what it's hard because you don't. The whole point is we're having. We're starting a family. We are the parents. And when people start looking at you and questioning who the father is of the child, that completely takes away from the fact that you are the parents. Yeah. And, you know, our donor was doing just that. He was a donor. He was not the father of our children. Obviously, biologically, he is the father, but in, in the scheme of things, he's, he's not the father. We are the parents. And I guess that it was just so heartbreaking for that to be, to be the focus of a conversation yeah. between you know some of our closest friends they're trying to determine who like oh who is it who is it is he how tall is he what's yeah. you know I wonder if it's this person that was so much I don't know why people cared so much I guess you know curiosity but yeah, yeah it was so, a it yeah. was a really tough decision to make but it was at that point that we decided to go down the unknown donor the anonymous yeah the anonymous yeah it was a really tough call and yes we'd spent a few thousand dollars already but i still think to it's this day it's it's a good decision. call yeah. it's the best decision we we made we just don't want that conversation anymore and we don't want people questioning for, forever questioning who the father is of, yeah. our, of our child we are the parents and that is that is the end full stop yeah. so well that is the end. That is the end. <laughs> that um, is the end of this podcast, this podcast or this episode—not the podcast itself, but this episode. This episode. But in our next episode, we actually talk about our first crack at falling pregnant. The, uh, I guess, safe way—the the not science-y so awkward way—the way, sciencey way, um, which actually, oh gosh, it was actually awkward. And actually, I feel like awkwardness just follows us around. It, does. it involved the subtle hint that you were supposed to be stimulated. <laughs> can not give too much away <laughs> <laughs> what an experience but we have that story and plenty more coming up on the next app. subscribe review rate all that and the rest we'll catch you later guys thanks for tuning in bye